Arachnophobia. Eight legs, two fangs, and an attitude. Hi there, and welcome to Baseball by Design. I'm SportsLogos.net minor league baseball correspondent Paul Caputo, broadcasting live, as always, from the Sunday Helmet Hall of Fame in my basement in Fort Collins, Colorado. On this episode, we're talking about the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders, a collegiate summer level team. Later on in the episode, I'll be speaking with Jason Klein of the design firm Brandios, and we'll be welcoming back to the program Ranger Amy Burnett, Baseball by Design's wildlife correspondent. And, of course, Dan Simon of Studio Simon is here with another of his Studio Simon stumpers. Right now, I'm very pleased to be joined by Jim Mishudek, who is the general manager of the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders. Jim, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Paul. First of all, I, I need to start this conversation by letting you know that I went to the University of Richmond. We we prided ourselves on the fact that we were the only spiders in the whole country in any sport. You know, people would always say, well, the Cleveland spiders in the late 1800s. But there were very few spiders out there in the world. And then the Fond du Lac dock spiders come along. And, uh, you know, we've got, you know, it's not exactly spiders. It's dock spiders. But all of a sudden, there's a, there's another spiders in the world. I guess it's it's nice to have company, but but it was uh, it was I don't know losing that that uniqueness was uh, was kind of a blow to me as as a Richmond spider, but anyway I am very pleased to be talking about the Doc Spiders because it's a fun name it's certainly you know unique in in the baseball arena, especially since the the Guardians went Guardians rather than uh, than Spiders. Can you tell me after that long winded intro where uh, where where does where does the nickname Doc Spiders come from? Well the the location of, of Fond du Lac in, in Wisconsin is at the, the foot of Lake Winnebago, a large inland lake and dock spiders. It's one of those things where everyone kind of knew what they were, but didn't know what to call them when when you see them kind of thing. And if if you do look up pictures of them, they're they're pretty scary looking things and they they eat fish and like it's it's crazy to sort of look into the story and they're actually like hunters and the the webs that they they spin do not necessarily you know serve the purpose of you know catching their prey it's more of a protection that they put for their eggs and that kind of thing if you you know you go on the rabbit hole you can you can get pretty <laughs> pretty deep into it but i guess the biggest thing for me was when i saw that they eat fish like that's that's amazing to me so <laughs> yeah we, so we uh on sportslogos.net we we covered this story in 2017 when the when the nickname was uh, unveiled and there's a there's a quote in here from an article called cottage life uh, about 10 reasons that we should celebrate dock spiders and one of them is they don't spin webs to catch their prey instead they stalk their victims using two large fangs to inject them with venom paralyzing them so you know so that's good that's <laughs> that's fine yeah, that's not <laughs> that won't keep you up at night right <laughs> Uh, well, but that does sort of bring up, uh, you know, it's it's kind of a fun logo. It's this sort of like creepy fun spider Muppet thing, right? Like, but there are people, I mean, this is people with a fear of spiders. That's a real thing, right? Like people, when, when I would talk about, oh yeah, we're the Richmond spiders and people would recoil. I mean, there were sometimes you'd run into people who'd be like the spiders, like you had to live with that for four years. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, Richmond spiders, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> um, so do you deal with people who, you know, arachnophobia is, you know, do you have fans who are just like, God, I want to come when it's, I'll come when you're the shantyman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, uh, 
we do hear it a little bit of people like, I just don't like spiders. Well, you don't come to the game and have spiders crawling on you. It's, it's baseball <laughs> and it's fun and it's entertainment. Our mascot Weaver is a giant spider, but he's friendly and he's not going to inject venom into you either. But uh, <laughs> it, we we hear a little. It's more in joking, like yeah. oh, you know, spiders. I'm scared of spiders, but I love coming to your games, that kind of thing. And it, it allows for us to do some great imagery, some great merch, some great graphics. You know, you saw it in Richmond. I'm sure there's some great sort of design work you can do with a spider, and some cool things you can do. Certainly around Halloween time, it's yeah, uh, it's a it's a fun thing, and uh, if I remember right, Richmond made a little run in the in the NCAA tournament last year, and we you know via social media anyway, sort of congratulated and hitched our wagon to them a little bit as fellow nice. spiders, and so that was kind of cool. So yeah, well, there is. I mean, you know that the fact that there have not been other spiders out there, the, that you know this thing that makes that that nickname unique. Uh, you know, it's funny to me that your your mascot is Weaver. Richmond's mascot was Webster and the er part of it was you are as in University of Richmond. So and yeah, we're we're kind of, you know, we make a run every once in a while. We didn't make the tournament this year, but but we were our claim to fame is we were the first 15 seed to beat a two seed. That was 1990. And uh, Richmond beat the two seeded Syracuse Orange, the first 15 seed ever to win a game in the tournament. So <laughs> spider pride. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, the team's been around since 2017. Yeah, 2017. This year will be year seven. And for a spider, you know, Weaver, you would think next year would be a big year for Weaver being a spider in our eighth season in 2024. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you have big plans for uh, for the for the eighth season? Not yet, but okay. it, it lends itself to some, you know, some cool things we could do for sure. Yeah. A lot of teams like to do, you know, movie nights. They do theme nights. You see, I mean, obviously Star Wars is a is a huge one. You see Harry Potter a lot. I worked at a movie theater when I was 16 years old, and one of the two movies that played the entire summer that I worked there was John Goodman's Arachnophobia. I'm kind, I'd kind of love to see the Doc Spiders have an Arachnophobia night. Maybe bring John Goodman out. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like a good idea. There's, you know, a movie like that, or you know, certainly all the Spider-Man movies, and there's no shortage of actors that have played Spider-Man recently. So right, um, there's, yeah, that'd be. You know, movie nights and spiders and creepy crawly. There's yeah, a lot of cool things we could do. A lot of possibilities there. You mentioned this was one of the the finalists uh, among some other names. One of the other names that when I wrote the article on sportslogos.net, one of the other names that we just thought was sort of gone forever and, and we wouldn't see again was Utter Tuggers. And Utter Tuggers has resurfaced with a different team. Uh, it's a team that you all have a relationship with, though, the uh, the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. It's the same ownership group. Is that right? Yep. Yep. We share ownership with them. And uh, Utter Tuggers has been a, and it still is from the time that they announced it and sort of have been using it, has been a top, you know, <laughs> top seller for merchandise. I think it outsells many other teams. And it's this alternate identity that they use. And that yeah. sort of has a life of its own. So it, it's cool and it's wonderful. And this little like, you know, dancing the line of that's kind of, you know, should I be laughing at that? But, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. you don't understand, like what makes it uncomfortable? Like, yeah, it's yeah, but um, it's cool, though. But that so the the origins of that name were not with the Timber Rattlers. They were one of the finalists for the for the Doc Spiders. I know that that was before the time that you were with the team. But uh, is there 
Do, does that come up around the office? Is it ever just like, you know, what, what could have been, we might've been the utter tuggers instead of the dock spiders. Yeah. We actually, with our partnership with the Timber Rattlers, we have some of their utter tugger gear in our store and that's sort of, um, you know, this region, we're only 40 miles away from, from Appleton where they play. So it's, the region is very familiar with it. And, um, yeah, it's one of those, we have talked about it. Like, what if, you know, that's, yeah. uh, and some of the other, uh, finalists that were, that could have been our name too, are, you know, some are a little more attractive than others too. And you mentioned the shanty men and yeah. there's some things coming forward with us there too. So, okay. Yeah. We'll certainly talk about the shanty men here in a second. I, I have to tell a one funny kind of maybe slightly off color story about the utter tuggers. I was at a Rockies game with my girlfriend and with another couple and we're just hanging out and we're, so I, as I mentioned, I live in Colorado. And so we're up in the upper deck at, at Coors field and this guy and his girlfriend are walking down the stairs in front of us. And, and I notice I'm always scanning hats, looking for minor league baseball caps, right? Like I love seeing minor league baseball caps out there in the world. And this dude is wearing another tuggers cap. And I was like, <laughs> I said, hey, utter tuggers. And the other three people in my party and this guy's girlfriend all wheeled on me and said, the three people in my group just were eyes all wide. Like, what did you just say? And the girlfriend, uh, you know, his this guy's girlfriend started to say, what the? And he and then the guy like laughs. He's like, yeah, utter tuggers. And he takes his cap and sort of waves it. And she looks and she goes, oh. <laughs> and so I've been banned from yelling out minor league baseball team names uh, in public because you never know what kind of trouble that's going to start there. So <laughs> maybe you guys are better off as Doc Spiders. There's no trouble if you yell out Doc Spider at a baseball game. Right. <laughs> um, the Shantyman, though, is this is unique for uh, I, you know, it's not something I've seen where two teams, both with the same ownership group, are going to be on consecutive days wearing uh, the same alternate identity. It is the the alternate identity is the shanty men, and it's a an homage to ice fishing uh, of sturgeon. How did it come about? This idea of both teams wearing the same alternate identity. Yeah, it, it was one of those uh, ice fishing and sturgeon spearing is sort of Fond du Lac is sort of the you know unofficial, maybe official sort of capital of that, and um, Lake Winnebago, where we're located, we're at the the foot of that lake the bottom and bottom on the map not bottom of the depth of it <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know in the north south version of the map we're you know at the foot of it and appleton where they play they're at the top of the lake so mm -hmm. it uh is sort of like let's cover this whole region and ice fishing and sturgeon spearing is a, a part of the culture here in the winter and a uh, great opportunity for us to sort of share in that and um yeah, like like you said, we're doing it consecutive nights, and it's going to be sort of a cool thing. Each of us are doing a bobblehead night that on those nights, so it's a great you know sort of you know chance for people to have a piece of that to take home. Also, so this this identity was unveiled during you know the winter time. The game will be taking place obviously in the summertime with baseball season being a summer sport. So I'm thinking in in July in Wisconsin. There's going to be a lot of people sort of longing for the days when they might be able to sit on a lake and uh, and and sit on the actual frozen ice because Wisconsin, I'm get I'm guessing gets pretty steamy in the summertime there. So maybe maybe that brand will help sort of cool people off a little bit uh, in a, in a steamy Wisconsin summer. 
Yeah, yeah, just by feeling it and remembering, you know, sitting on a bucket waiting for a fish to pop through a hole yeah. <laughs> can uh, yeah, sort of make people think of, of those those cooler night, cooler days, cooler nights. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be cool for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is this something you've done? Have you have you ice fished for sturgeon? I'm not. It's not something I've done, uh, you know, growing up, not anything I've sort of been been a part of, been adjacent to it while it was happening. And you mentioned when we unveiled our the, the plans for this was during Sturgeon Spectacular in our in our community is the sort of, you know, winter event weekend long celebration of this during the open of Sturgeon spearing season. So we were out at Lakeside Park, which is in, in Fond du Lac, a big area where this all sort of happens and hub of activity. And there certainly were people coming right from sturgeon spearing or going right to it. And we were part of all of that with our mascots and uh, having Shantyman merchandise available, which has been you know, flying off the shelves because it's uh, something certainly in the winter time, definitely people can, can relate to. Yeah. So I'll I'll ask you one last question and I'll uh, let you get out of here. It's a, it's back to the dock spiders again. You mentioned Fond du Lac. It's French for base of the lake, bottom of the lake. That is where you're situated on the map. I grew up in the East Coast, a lot of lakes. We'd go up into the Pocono sometimes in the summers. I like I have this very clear image of being out on a dock, you know, taking a I don't know like a kayak or whatever out onto the onto a lake in the Poconos. I think if I had thought there were these venomous spiders under the dock, like as I'm pulling up and trying to, you know, tie the, the boat up, I might've never gone near another lake again. Right. Like <laughs> it just sounds terrifying to me. Have you, have you, have you been on a dock? Have you encountered these things? Like, I know they live sort of like underneath the dock. So I'm picturing if you like grab the thing, there's like one right there by your hand. Have you actually encountered a dock spider in the wild? I, I haven't from like a interaction point where I was like close enough to be affected by it. But, uh, you know, being at the park, you know, where we have a lot of parks, you know, along lakes here. So uh, just sort of walking around and, you know, seeing something scurry off in the distance. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't really seen or encountered or had a interaction like that with one other than Weaver. So. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> Seven years in, do you feel like the, uh, the name's been really embraced by the community? Yeah, the community loves it. Community, you know, gets behind what we do and and supports us in every way. So that's that's great. Even when we announced the Shantyman, there were a few people who were like, "That was my choice. That was the one I voted for." <laughs> but you've done great things with the Doc Spiders, and we're glad you're here, kind of thing. So that's that's been great. Well, I certainly appreciate you hopping on and talking about it. This has been a lot of fun. I really enjoy this brand. Uh, I need to get myself a dad hat and an ice cream helmet from the Doc Spiders here. So maybe maybe 2023 is the the year for that. Jim, where can people find the team on, on social media and online? Online at, at docspiders.com, real, real easy. There's links on our website to our schedule and merch and ticket packages and everything there. So um, that's available there. And, and certainly on all the social media accounts, we're, we're active too. So, yeah. Well, on behalf of your baseball team and my alma mater, I'll end just by saying go Spiders. Go Spiders. All right, everyone, welcome back. So happy once again to be joined by my friend Jason Klein of the design firm Brandios. I mean, when it. I started this, you know, you and I had talked a bunch of times for sportslogos.net articles. Little did I know that I was going to get to like hang out with you and talk 
logos for the podcast. So, you know, the, you know, one of the premier design firms out there, it's one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is to, to get to talk with designers about the work that they do. And especially this one, I'm a Richmond spider. And so I graduated from university of Richmond. You know, we take a certain amount of pride in being the only spiders out there. So here come the dock spiders uh, to, you know, sort of steal some of that thunder, but also bring attention to spider-based logos. This is a really fun one, collegiate summer level team that you all did. What were some of the considerations, you know, when you went into this dock spiders brand, knowing that spiders are not that common, what were some of the, the considerations that you all had as you approached this? Yeah. There, well, the dock spiders, there's a, there's a couple of, um, there was the shanty men. There were some yep. other, um, the utter tuggers um, yeah. was also uh, in the name of the team contest. So there was a lot of great names to play with. And we had a great time. Went up to Fond du Lac. Um, the, the team is a sister team of the um, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Yeah. Yeah. So same staff, great folks, uh, good friends of ours. You know, we went to supper clubs. We went to, um, gosh, like we went around, um, uh, you know, the lake. We went around, you know, there was the lighthouse. We, they, we took, we, they took us to a dairy farm, which was amazing, where they like basically <laughs> created milk for Sargento uh, cheese pizzas. Um, so we had a great time. It was a great time. Um, and it was a great research. And at some point, you know, when we decided, okay, we're going to do the, um, the dock spiders. You, you know, it's like, how do you make it huggable? That's mm. one of the things that we're always thinking as a brand is that, you know, the name sounds great, but like, is it huggable? Um, and what, and what do you do with that? And so at some point you start, you know, these dock spiders are these sort of like fuzzy, you know, they're like, uh, they're, they're creepy sort of <laughs> under the docks, if you will. Yeah. Um, and so we, we early on, we were like, okay, we want to create something that feels sort of menacing, but also huggable. Um, so you'll see the dock spider is very fuzzy. Um, which lends itself obviously to mascot costumes. Um, but, you know, one of the cool things about spiders is the web. Um, mm. So you'll see there's a lot of web references. Mm -hmm. the, the logo um, has, where's a baseball hat where the seams uh, of the hat are web. There's a webbing in the mitt. Um, there's webbing on, webbing on the dock. It was just, yeah, it was really, a, it was like, you know, how do you make it fun? Uh, how do you, um, you know, at some point too, there's there's a game of musical chairs when it comes to color. As mm -hmm. I was thinking about, as I'm looking at the logos as we speak. Um, so you want to make it, you know, it was like it was like there's kind of brown spiders, um, and docks are brown, and water. You know, you want it to be a quick read, so you have blue, and so very quickly you get this like, okay, we're going to probably be brown and blue, shades of brown, tan, that sort of thing. So the colors came together um, pretty quickly. Um, and then the other thing too I love um, was that, you know, there's a little Easter egg on, on the alternate logo. There's a DS uh, swirling around in the water around uh, the um, the pylons from the pier. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So um, it was great. No, I love it. Um, one of the things cool that was cool about them is that, you know, Fondy is slang for Fond du Lac. Uh -huh. uh, and so we love finding ways to take local slang and infuse it into the brand. So here, the, all the road uniforms say Fondy on them. Um, so, you know, when they're traveling around Wisconsin, traveling around the league, you know, people say, well, where's Fondy? Oh, Fond du Lac, <laughs> ah, I got it. So that makes them go from being an outsider to an insider. Nice, nice. So when you look at this logo, I mean, it's it's 
it's not just cute and fuzzy, right? Like it's got a, it's a, there's a little bit of menacing to it. There's a little yeah. bit of sort of evil to it. Doc Spiders, and we're going to talk to uh, baseball by design wildlife consultant, Ranger Amy Burnett later on in this episode. So she can give <laughs> us all the details uh, on, on the specifics of the Doc Spiders. But man, these things are kind of like evil and they live under docks. I mean, I kind of picture like you're, you know, you're trying to tie up your canoe on this beautiful Lake Winnebago here. And then there's a spider the size of your hand that's, you know, like injecting its venom into it. And yeah, so, so Real fun stuff. It sounds really the lake. <laughs> so the idea, like, you know, to turn this into sort of like this kid friendly logo was something, you know, something of a project. And I understand that's part of what you do is you take, big menacing evil animals and you turn them into something cute and fuzzy in very much the same way you take something that is not at all menacing and turn it into something you know menacing so i understand there's like you're always sort of flipping the script a little bit here so but here's i mean people already don't love spiders necessarily and then here's this like particularly evil looking one and i'm looking you're looking at the logos i'm looking at pictures of doc spiders right now and yeah these things i mean like god they're not cute. The logo is a little bit cute, if a little menacing, but it, these things are not cute. And and so if I'm on Lake Winnebago in Wisconsin, I don't want to encounter one of these things, but the yeah. team sort of built their brand around it anyway. So, you know, where's that sort of cute menacing line for a, for a brand like this, for a collegiate summer team? I mean, I mean, from the very beginning, you got to figure out what you're having to work with. So I think I mentioned the colors, uh, you know, it's sort of the blues, you have the, these brown spiders, um, you have docks, so you have this idea of wood and, and sort of planks and that sort of thing. And that's, that's sort of the, the toolkit, if you will, and rope, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So you have these like elements, like all right, well, how can we take all these elements that are quick reads? Because I, I mentioned before, like you want everything to read real quick. Um, so you have, so your color palette, you have your, uh, your elements, if you will. But yeah, you want, you want a cap that people are gonna go, that's cool. Um, but you want a brand where kids can hug it. So for example, you know, the, the team caps are definitely more, mm, there's sort of two versions of our doc spider. You have the team cap, which is like coming at you. Mm-hmm. It's sort of tenacious, menacing, you know, it's got the creepy crawly legs. Um, and yeah, you want to adopt that persona, but then, you know, as it transitions, you have the primary logo where it's all right. Now it's sort of, you know, uh, you know, less in shadowed. Uh, like that was one of the things with Navy, we put kind of put it in the shadows, like, you know, like you're at the dock. Um, but then the primary logo is sort of out. It's sort of on the dock. So there's more light on it. It's more warm. It's more cuddly. And then the character artwork, you know, for the mascot, which is different. You know, there's, there's the logo and then there's the cartoon character artwork for the walk around physical costume. Um, that is definitely much more friendly and fuzzy and, um, you know, in the spirit of like a Muppet, um, it's fun. So you got to, you're trying to figure out, okay, what is the context on a hat? People want something a little more intimidating, a little more straightforward, quick read in your face. Um, If it's a spider, you want it to feel a little creepy crawly. But then as you move into the brand, maybe there's an alternate version, same character, but it's a little more um, approachable, warm, fuzzy. And then you get into character artwork for the walk around, you know, costumed character you're going to have something that's more, you know, Disney Muppety, that sort of thing. If I'm remembering from my conversation with Jim correctly here, the character's name is Weaver. 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 And I have to be careful not to call him Webster because that was Richmond's mascot was Webster. 
So did you, in the course of creating this, did you encounter, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, like people are afraid of bees. People are afraid of snakes, right? Like people are always, there's always going to be some phobia. Arachnophobia is a pretty big phobia out there. Yeah. In the course of creating this, did you, did you consider that? Did you try to do something visually to sort of mitigate that? Or did you just figure some people are going to be afraid of spiders and they're just not going to go to Doc Spiders games? I mean, you know, there are certain things you just can't touch in subject matter. And, you know, things are just like offensive, outright offensive, you know, not kid friendly, that sort of thing. And so you always have those type of conversations with any brand. Like, uh, are we waiting in any area that's going to like bite us in a way that we just don't, (laughs) it's just not what we wanted. Right. Um, But, you know, when it comes to things like spiders, bees, that sort of thing, you just kind of say, all right, this is it. Yeah. This is what we are. This is the subject matter. Go. Um, Yeah. And you're like, well, some people don't like, I listen, some people don't like, there's some, some people like everything, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's okay. Like there's, it's, it's just, it's, Hey, it's not for you. I get it. It's not for you. <laughs> um, so then at some, at that point you have to decide, all right, how do you, you know, what do people, what are the assumptions people have? Uh, okay. They're creepy. They're, they're, you know, they're, you know, scary. They're hiding, ready to come get you. Can you play with that? Right? Can you play with that in yeah. a way that's fun? Yeah. Um, can you um, reinforce it in a way that's over the top? Or can you flip the script? So those are the kind of things that we think about when you're building a brand is, can you just go obnoxiously over the top? Yeah. Um, you know, this is what people associate. Let's just turn up the juice to like 200%. Right. Or it's, this is what people think. Can we go the opposite direction? what you know what people don't expect what is the subject matter what is the association what is the sort of stereotype of the subject matter what people associate with it how do we turn it up 200 percent, or how do we go 200 percent the opposite direction right um, so i think you know uh as it relates to the dock spiders it was you know how do we make it friendly um yeah. but it's, also you know it has to read as a dock spider Right. It's, it's, it's the reverse, I think, of, you know, what you do with, say, the jumbo shrimp or the chihuahuas or the sod poodles or the right. flying squirrels, right? Like, to take these animals that, that are not in any way menacing and make them menacing. And this is sort of what I was trying to get at earlier. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's the reverse of that, right? Like, now you're dealing with an animal that people actually are legitimately afraid of, you know, like the, I don't know, the Fresno grizzlies that you did or the... uh Who's a, who's another menacing one that that you all have done and made I mean, less menacing? We try we try we try to stay away from menacing. Yeah, we you try, stay away from I it, mean, which is why I think this one's different for you guys. Yeah, and I think to your point is that if something feels menacing, the the humor in any minor league baseball logo is the tension, the tension mm-hmm. that exists. And I think mm-hmm. I've mentioned before, humor is just this um, you know laughing, if you will, is the release of tension. And so the thing that makes uh, minor league baseball humor logos work is this idea of what do people expect and then playing with that either they expect it to be major league and we completely go the opposite direction yeah Um, or they expect to be you know um goofy and we go menacing so that's you know sort of the the sort of the the thought process here is if something is literally you know like if there is a a a creature that's going to come and just sort of like you know, disturb your, is like the thing of nightmares, right? (laughs) Is that 
how do you sort of have, it was like, oh, what do you do with that? Like, you wouldn't want to make it scary. You would want to be like giving you like a big smiling grin with a wink being like, I'm coming at you in your sleep and I'm going right. to have a blast doing it. And you're right. like, wait, you can't do that. That's terrifying. <laughs> it's like, that thing's supposed to be, that thing kind of like, yeah, it's smiling and winking at you. Like, here I come in your nightmares, right? So, so this is sort of the, I'm sorry, I apologize to all the kids I've just, I live, and all the parents are listening and just like, man, right. you ruined my kids' evening. <laughs> don't, don't listen to this at night. Um, right. <laughs> but that, that's the idea is that what do people expect? And then sort of, you know, how do you, how do you just play with that? How do you play with what, what people expect? Yeah, absolutely. I have to say that I think that the the scariest logo that you have ever done, and I don't know if you get this all the time or not here, but the scariest logo you've ever done has to be the New Orleans baby cakes. <laughs> I mean, it the king cake, the baby is like, um, you know, forget the the pelicans, uh, you know, sort of alternate oh, yeah. uh, character, but like it's a baby in a cake. You're baking <laughs> a baby in a cake, right? Like that is the and and I think you know that was the whole fun about the baby cakes was like, okay, well, what do we do with this? You know, right? Is it cute and cuddly? No, it's gonna be like a snot nosed kid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's creepy. Like, you creepy. put me in a cake. I'm coming <laughs> at you. I can't believe you did this to me. Uh, I'm beat. I I've, I've hacked my way out of this cake with a baseball bat, and I'm coming at you. That is amazing. This is uh, I'm now I'm gonna go, I'm gonna spend the rest of my day researching scary brandios logos. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty fun. <laughs> Maybe the um. Maybe the seal slingers, right? Like you've got the orca. They're pretty scary. Maybe, and yeah. so maybe although they never saw the light of day. So Jason, I never know where these conversations are going to go. And that's why I love them so much. I appreciate they all, you. They always go to great places. They always, always, always do. I appreciate you so much. Appreciate you coming on. And uh, we will talk to you again in the very near future, I'm sure. All right, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so pleased right now to be welcoming back to the program Baseball by Design wildlife correspondent Ranger Amy Burnett, who is here in studio in the Sunday Helmet Hall of Fame in Fort Collins, Colorado. Ranger Amy, thanks for being here in the basement. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I got my spidey senses all set. Okay, it's the first Spider-Man reference in the uh, in the episode and the little like, you know, obscure cultural reference that we do at the beginning of every episode. Uh, was not Spider-Man. It was the John Goodman vehicle, Arachnophobia. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a that's a terrible, terrible movie. I don't know why people are so afraid of spiders, but they just are. Okay, well, maybe some people listening are. I don't know. Hopefully, something I'll say they'll think that it's really cool. Maybe they, they won't be so afraid of them anymore. They are a very scary insect. No, they're they're not insects, Paul. They're arachnids. You See, know that. Ranger Amy took the bait took the bait i you needed to have that well, opportunity dog spiders always take the bait we'll talk about that oh, they're so cool wait till you find out about dog spiders they're pretty darn cool okay so dog spiders it sounds to me like there are certain kinds of scary spiders everyone goes to tarantulas yes. tarantulas you a former resident of arizona they're not real spiders, not real spiders. No, what does that mean they're just not the true spiders do they have eight legs? Yes, but they're not true spiders, but dock spiders are true spiders. Okay. So they're the biggest true spider in Wisconsin and over most of the range where they live when they live pretty much everywhere in the United States. So if you live near anywhere near water, you have maybe a pond or a lake, you probably have dock spiders near you, um, near where you live, and maybe even near your house. How have any of us survived as long as we have with dock spiders near us? Well, they're pretty scary looking because they can get up to three inches long, um, including the legs, of course. But they're not going to really hurt you. I mean, they hurt, 
but they're not going to send you to the hospital or anything. If you don't, okay. They bite you. Okay. I mean, obviously, they're fairly fierce. Tell us. I'm tell not us. sure if they're fierce is the word, but they are pretty cunning and crafty. And mm-hmm. they're the one spider that's famous for fishing. It doesn't use its web to catch its prey. It actually like just goes after them actively. And it's like, so they're actually in the genus Dolomedes, which comes from the Greek word crafty or deceitful. And, mm. and wily. So they're they considered wily because they catch their prey and they don't make webs. So they don't wait for something to come along. They actually go out and um, sneakily sneak up to the water's edge and just sit there. And then they put their long legs out like fishing lines in the water and their toes like dip in the water. And fish and little insects come up thinking that it's food and then bam! The dock spider. <laughs> scared. You sort of jumped all over it. Paul just yeah. jumped. That's great. Well, because you t- you're telling me that they're fishing, yeah, and I'm picturing like some spiders in a in a canoe with like wearing a bucket cap, <laughs> and they've got you know like a cooler full of flies that they're just you know just chomping on while they're hanging out. Well, imagine if every one of your appendages was a different fishing line oh, or a fishing rod. So they just put their eight fishing rods out at the same time, but they're little tiptoes are in the water it looks like little food okay. pieces of food for the fish and then the fish come up to grab the food and that's when they go whammo and then the spider just grabs the fish or the tadpole or whatever it is and then they envenomate him with their fangs i'm not really making these guys sound very friendly am i but they grab the fish or the tadpole with their little fangs and then they inject the fish or the little insect while they're still alive they paralyze it and then they eat it alive basically sucking up the juices so as you know, I am a Richmond spider. Yeah. The Richmond spiders are named for Puss Ellison for his long legs. He was a pitcher. Is in that the, his real name? His real name is Puss Ellison. He okay. was from the late 1800s. And he he had these long limbs, like you're describing, that were like deceitful to, to uh-huh. the opposing batters. Uh-huh. And so the local, you know, newspaper at the time called Richmond the spiders because of that uh, yeah deceitful limbs okay De- deceitful limbs as you're describing dolo is actually the greek god of deceit so the genus dolomedes uh, or dolomedes i don't um whichever way you want to say it it comes from that greek god well so there's an obvious sort of practical application here if you're a baseball player being deceitful especially if you're a pitcher like yeah. puss ellison yeah right like mm-hmm. if you're if you're trying to deceive the batter by disguising which pitch you're throwing. Uh-huh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's boring. one practical application there. But what is it about the dock spiders that's going to make them good baseball players? Dock spiders in particular are very fast. So they've got their fast reflexes and they're also fast runners. So they make a really good pinch runner, I would say. Yeah. Um, they have super fast reflexes because they have to catch their prey with their legs rather than with a web. Yeah. So they're actually like really great catchers. And yeah. uh, I would say that they would probably be good outfielders. They've got long long arms right so they've got the long arms and the speed for the outfield the quick reflexes you need that at third base i like that so minor league baseball is pretty family friendly right like and especially collegiate summer level it's a community level team you know we've done a lot to sort of describe these these spooky scary spiders they they kill fish by envenomating them which is a great word that i just learned from you right now and these are pretty scary animals what is it about the dock spiders that we could sort of flip on its head to make them less scary? Is there something fuzzy or cute or endearing about them? Well, they usually have striped legs. Okay. Striped legs are kind of like, you know, when pe- people wear those fun, you always wear the really fun striped le- uh, socks mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. you when you play baseball or you run. 
Okay. And uh, they're kind of fu- they're they're kind of fuzzy. They've got these little hairs. The hairs are actually picking up the movements of the animals under the water, so they're using their feet. Um, they kind of run along the water. They're, they should kind of look like Jesus spiders or something because they can actually run on top of the water. They're they have little waterproof hairs on their legs that keep them from sinking underneath the water as they're skidding across it. I'm probably not uh, doing a really good job of making them even more friendly. Am I? I was just gonna say, if the cutest thing about them is striped legs, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing great. Kind of fuzzy, and I just think they're cool looking. One of these days, we're gonna have to make like an all mascot team, and we're gonna have to like position these animals that you've done Ranger Amy, Baseball by Design, Wildlife Correspondent reports on, and like build like the all mascot team and put you know. So so we're gonna have. I think. I think the dock spiders we're going to have to put at third base. At third base? Yeah. And so like they're really fast. Because they've yeah. got those reflexes. They're you really, need reflexes like at third base, right? Yeah. Like you just, you can't think at third base. Well, I mean, they're, and they're so great at catching too. When that fish yeah. comes right up to the water, like in Temp's fate, it's like, bam, he just like grabs him and right. it's all over. Right. We're going to do the all ranger Amy team. <laughs> that sounds great. So you were talking <laughs> about being family friendly. Can I go a little bit into the not so family friendly side of this? Oh, I feel like that's all we've talked about so far, but sure. Yeah. Let's hear, <laughs> let's hear some. Like, you got to talk about the love life of the dock spider. All right. Let's talk about the love life of the dock spider. This is like the last third of Bull Durham where it went from the baseball movie to the, to the romance <laughs> story here. So let's. So the dock spiders, females are a lot bigger than the males. So if you see a really big one, it's probably a girl. And the males have to be really, really careful because they're courting a very much larger animal than themselves. So they have to make sure that they're not food. Uh-huh. And they're not generally food like some like black widow spiders. That's kind of like their you know, MO. Uh-huh. But dock spiders, um, apparently some scientists got together and decided to time things. And turns out that the courtship of dock spider is one and a half hours long. Mm. From the male's perspective, one and a half hours worth of courtship. And the actual um, part, climax of the movie, so to speak, is only 4.5 minutes. And uh, at the end, he usually doesn't get eaten, but um, sometimes he dies. I want to talk about baseball again. <laughs> <laughs> like as a it's baseball so mascot in a family-friendly environment, we're trying to find something. I asked you for something endearing, and you're like, eh striped legs and then they also have this like quivering hair that might be considered for fishing spiders dog spiders are fishing spiders isn't that kind of cool like when you see a young kid on the side of a a pond with a fish in a line and you know a fishing pole and he catches a fish or she catches a fish isn't that kind of endearing see this is what i'm looking for i was trying to paint a picture of a spider in a canoe with a bucket hat and a cooler full of flies so now we're talking. Now we're talking about a, 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 okay. a spider that's hanging out, he's having a good time. Out. Yeah, he's he's sitting there. His his eight legs are just like eight lines out in the water. Fish comes along and bloop, he goes and picks it up out of the water. There you go. And then we're and then you know he and his buddies go home and have a beer. That sounds great. Yeah. See, the fishing day is over. Yeah. Tell me about these fangs. They do have fangs. They do envenomate their prey, but it's not powerful enough to really hurt us. Mm. I mean, it will hurt, but it it's not going to like really give you a, a bad welt you know maybe just a little bit okay i have no further questions <laughs> i just think they're so cool to they would be fascinating to watch like if you go on youtube you put in fishing spider and you just watch the spider catch fish it's pretty fascinating it sounds it does sound fascinating and you have been walking around in a uh, a dock spider's cap because yeah. the team was so so kind to send us some stuff it really is a genuinely like awesome it's such a cool like light blue powder blue hat it's a very good hat it's a really good the powder blue is really good it's a it's a genuinely cool mascot slash 
logo slash brand. It's cool. It's got a local connection and it's going to play third base on the all Ranger Amy team. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Ranger Amy, thank you so much for coming back and for being our wildlife correspondent. Thanks for having me on to talk about something that people really think of as scary. And maybe I, by talking about it now, it's a little bit less scary. Ranger Amy Burnett can be found on Twitter at, at Ranger Amy. And now that it's baseball season again, you can find pictures of us at baseball games, where we will certainly be doing some recording for future episodes, upcoming episodes of Baseball by Design. All right. I can't wait. Baseball season! All right, everyone. Welcome back. It is time once again for Studio Simon Stumpers. I'm so glad to be joined by Dan Simon of Studio Simon, designer extraordinaire, baseball graphic design royalty, designer of so many amazing logos in the minor league baseball landscape. Dan Simon, welcome back. Thanks for joining for the Studio Simon Stumpers. Hey, Paul, how are you doing today? Oh, man. we Well, at the time of this recording, we got a bunch of snow in Fort Collins, Colorado. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's pretty cold and windy and snowy out there. But I bet you because they're used to getting snow, you're it. There's no snow day. You still got to get your kids to school. We do. In fact, like the, in the in the sheer in the mere moments leading up to this segment, I was getting texts from my daughter upstairs saying, can you drive me to school because it's snowing? So the answer is yes. School is still here, on here in Louisville. If we get. Sometimes literally half an inch of snow, schools canceled. They they don't know how to deal with it, but they're not because they're not used to it. It's you guys are used to it. So um, okay, so here's our here's our question for today. Um, as has already been established on this podcast and elsewhere, um, our host Paul Caputo is a graduate of the University of Richmond, whose athletic teams are known as the Spiders. So. Before they were the Spiders, from 1876 through 1893, what were the University of Richmond athletic teams called? Was it A, Rebels, B, Colts, or C, Millers? So normally I like to do a whole thing where I'm sussing things out and you know we have a whole conversation and I tell you my thinking and... And I, you know, I draw it out and, and make a whole thing out of it. Uh, I can tell you from actual knowledge in my head that the answer to this question is Colts. And that is correct. But there's a very big but here. And not oh, that. Okay. <laughs> um, I, it, we've actually talked about this on the podcast. I don't remember the particular episode, but but this came up and, and you remembered um, th that I don't know if you remembered all the specifics of this, but in 1894, in a story in the Richmond Times-Dispatch, a sports writer, Evan Raglan Chesterman, likened lanky Richmond uh, baseball pitcher Puss Ellison to a spider. And that's where, where the name spiders came from. But sometime around 2015, um, the the law school library deputy director at the University of Richmond, Joyce Mana Janto, decided to research the origins of the spider's nickname. And when looking for the original article, and as far as she could determine, that article never existed. Oh. She did further research 
that suggested that the name Colts was never used for the athletic teams. So basically what she said was somewhere along the lines, somebody told a story that was not necessarily based on fact and it kind of became fact. Mm -hmm. So now I can't speak for the accuracy of her research, mm -hmm. but this whole thing about where the name spiders came from and that it was cults before that is it has at least been brought into question. So I have been sharing this story of, of Puss Ellison, the pitcher for the Richmond spiders. And this whole time, it could have been apocryphal. Who knew that, 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 that now my, my, my reality is shattered by what I thought was going to be my, my quickest slam dunk, studio assignment stumper to date i i mean i'll i'll this feels like a this feels like a, a a win you know where your team gets a win but the star player goes out with an achilles heel injury or something <laughs> right like this this doesn't feel like a win to me even though i got the answer right well you know what there there are certain things that people once believed in and later in life they find out those things weren't true but they choose to continue believing in them anyway. So I say you should choose. You should you should believe that that Joyce Manajanto um, was. We don't know that she, she was not able to find evidence like of that story and ha having ever been written. It doesn't mean it wasn't written. She just didn't find the evidence of it. So it, this is though this brings into question what you have believed for all these years it doesn't mean that it, that's incorrect it's just there's a all question right. well i'm 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 heading into my week full of of doubt about the legend of puss <laughs> ellison but i'm still grateful to you and everything that you bring to the podcast dan thank you so much for another studio simon stumper i am getting a lot of texts saying dad are you almost ready so okay. i am gonna hop off we'll talk to you next week See you, Paul.